Hello and welcome back to Scarlet Joe's Redemption, Curious Minds for the Healthy Pet. Today I am going to go over different dog breeds that um, have predisposed issues or diseases and that way when you are looking to get a new dog, puppy, you'll actually have an idea that hey like this dog has a specific issue that's fine with me but let's keep an eye on it and be mindful of what can happen. So the first dog on my list is a Shih Tzu. These are lovely little dogs. I think they're absolutely adorable and for the most part very friendly when they come into the vet. But what I do know about them is most of the time they're coming into the vet for eye issues. So more commonly is that they're getting ulcers on their eye and that can happen for many different reasons. Um, unfortunately, what I do see commonly is that owners are not upkeeping on the pet's um, grooming. So the hair is falling into their eyes and it, it's constantly poking them and poking them and then it's constantly causing tears and then it's gonna cause an infection. And if you're not paying attention, boom, you have an ulcer, and now you're going to the vet, and now you're going to have to put eye drops in your dog's eye that I'm sure your dog's never had eye drops in, and is going to cause a different relationship for you and your dog. Um, the other one is proptosis. So unfortunately, these little dogs have little bulgy eyes, and um, if they get squeezed too hard or they play too rough, their eyes can pop out unfortunately that is uh, pretty common so doctors can put the eye back in or if it's really bad they can remove the eye and of course they live just just fine without without an eye um, the other one is progressive retinal atrophy it happens in the back of the eye called the photoreceptors begin to fail it starts off with night blindness night blindness so um, you know, they get cataracts, they get all sorts of different types of eye issues. So if you're going to get this breed, just be mindful that these can be issues and, you know, keep your dog well-groomed so you can see their eyes and make sure they're not going to have any issues. Um, the other dog I want to talk about is the Golden Retriever. I remember being a vet tech and the patient comes in all sorts of happy, just like golden retrievers always are. And um, what the owner had said to me is, you know, behind her jaw, below her ear, she has these golf-sized ball lumps. Like, I don't know what they are. She's been acting fine, but they're there. Okay, so, like, I feed, I feel them, and, yep, they're pretty big. So I go, and I let the doctor know, and she had let me know that, yep, it's pretty common for golden retrievers to get lymphoma. So, and it happens pretty young too, unfortunately. Um, you know, we can't prevent cancer from happening, but at least if you know this type of breed gets them, then you can, you know, pet your dog in certain areas and feel them and be proactive. A lot of um, owners will take their pet and get chemotherapy and golden retrievers actually do really well. I mean, some dogs, most dogs do really well with chemotherapy. Um, I had worked at a ER that had specialty and it was very, 
uplifting to kind of see them come in week after week and then every other week and see their progress. So that is an option. There is another type of disease that I learned while doing my homework for you guys, and it's called Von Willebrand disease, genetic blood disorder, defective uh, or absent protein Von Willebrand factor, which is a clotting protein. So that means their blood doesn't clot really well. And, you know, that can cause internal bleeding um, if something happens to them. So you can get a blood clotting blood test and see if that is something your golden retriever has. Um, the other things with golden retrievers and is also common with a lot of other dogs is ear infections. Um, I wasn't going to talk about this, but with golden retrievers, I know they like to go swimming and they like to be in the water. They're water dogs. And, um, if you're not mindful and you don't clean their ears as soon as they come out, they can harvest a little yeast infection and then you're going to the vet and you're, you know, swabbing their ears and then you're doing the, the, um, ear wash and then you're doing the medicine and the medicine has come a long way since I've been in the field. You know, you, they do still have, um, you know, twice a day medications, but now they do a leave-in treatment, which is a godsend for certain people. Um, the next dog is the King Charles Cavalier. Absolutely adore this dog. They're so sweet. Um, you know, I, I come to find out being in the field for quite some time that they are known for their heart issues and you can try, try to avoid this issue by looking into a really good dog breeder. Um, but you know, if you don't get it from a really good dog breeder, then you're going to possibly look into heart murmurs and mitral valve disease, and that can be treated and you can help prolong their life, but know that that's going to be an issue and maybe be proactive and put them on certain types of vitamins to kind of keep their heart strong and, um, you know, get good pet insurance as well. That'll be another topic I'll talk about is pet insurance because there's a lot out there and there's a lot that owners do need to be mindful of. And also I feel like you need to be educated on it because pet insurance can help you go a long way with it. Two more breeds, boxers, love boxers too. They always come into the animal hospital, happy, wagging, and just adorable. Um, but the first thing I think about when I hear someone wants to get a boxer, I'm like, okay, but at least know that it's common that they get tumors. So, you know, if you find lumps and bumps, sometimes that's okay. And sometimes they're just fatty. So, you know, keep an eye on it, measure it and see if it progresses and, you know, take it to the vet and also get a, um, the doctor will puncture it and do a cytology. So sometimes the doctor can do the cytology and say, oh, yep, it's fatty. Just keep an eye on it. And if it becomes an issue, if it's in the wrong spot, we'll remove it. But if it's tiny and it's not causing a problem, it's just a beauty mark. No big deal. Um, my last one is a Westie, West Highland Terriers, another really sweet, small breed. Um, these poor dogs, they always have allergies 
allergies, skin issues constantly, stinky little dogs. Um, you know, the other thing I would recommend is just, you know, do your homework on the breeder that you're getting this dog from and just make sure, you know, it comes from a good line of no allergies or skin issues. Um, you know, any dog can develop allergies, but these poor little dogs, they come in red, raw, they have like this elephant skin and it's very tiresome on the owner. Sometimes they get very frustrated with the veterinarian because they're not figuring it out, but it also goes both ways. So, you know, it's tiresome to give your dog the medicine. It's tiresome to wipe your dog's paws. It's tiresome to do, you know, the shampoos and let them sit in the water. But again, if you don't get this dog from a good breeder, then you're going to wind up coming into these issues where you're going to have to do it and you're going to have to do the time. So, you know, to wrap things up, it's just really paying attention to the type of dog you're getting, why you want that dog, and just do your homework on them and know that every breed kind of comes with issues and if it's something you want to handle, then you do it because you love the breed and you know what you're getting yourself into. All right, guys, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it and I look forward to more talks with you.